Hey everybody, um, before we start the show today, me and Sal actually wanted to um, talk a little serious for a few minutes here about everything that's been going on in the last weekend, and um, Sal, are you there? I'm here. Yes, um, it has not been a good weekend in this country, and normally we don't cover politics or really the current events seen that often because it's kind of fucking depressing. If I'm being honest, it's fucking depressing, and I know a lot of people come to Sorry. our show to listen other than that. That's how I was in my podcast. I listen to my niche shows so that I don't have to hear about this stuff. But in the world we're living in right now, we have to address the situation of everything that happened this weekend and our fucking president being a fucking asshole this fucking weekend. Sal, I mean, in, in not so many words, yes. Yeah, Sal, you've been on Twitter a lot more than I have on this one, so I'll send it over to you first. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not, like, super active on, on Twitter. I mean, it's kind of obvious. I mean, you've obviously taken note of that. Um, but I, I feel the need to, every couple of days, um, you know, go on there and, and insult him and, and, and tell him how much of a stupid dick he is. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm getting to the point where I, I want... I want to harass him so badly that I want to be blocked by him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a goal. Some, some, a lot of celebrities have been blocked by him already, so why not? That makes you famous. Yeah, exactly. That makes you famous. <laughs> <laughs> I would be in an elite class, that's for sure. <laughs> but, um, no, in all seriousness, and this is my, my whole situation is this whole weekend that got out of hand. With the whole white supremacist and the Nazis and the blah, 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 fucking blah. I, I, I mean, to be honest here, I don't talk about this on the air much. My grandfather fought in World War II. My dad yes. is a Vietnam veteran. Yes, I, he is. I'm a very patriotic person. I'm a very patriotic person. Yeah, and I'm also married to a Mexican family. So, I, I have the whole hit caboodle of war veterans in my past. Very patriotic and, well, obviously not racist whatsoever. <laughs> I'm raising a nine-year-old who's completely colorblind. And actually, can do as Mandy in the background chiming in, but very extremely colorblind. Like, every kid should be. I'm not going to lie. Every kid should be that way. You know? That's how this country should be. So to watch everything go on this weekend, it's really... And I'm actually happy we were on vacation, so we didn't have to see everything that was going on. We didn't have to explain anything to CJ. Because yeah, it, was, it was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. Because what was nice about it was walking around... I'll talk about vacation later. Walking, walking around the Mall of America, and every TV we looked at was, it was, it was a sports bar. So everything was watching sports and watching the NFL preseason games and things like that. So nothing was on the news. So we actually didn't know what was going on until we got back to the hotel room after he went to bed on the night it happened. Right. We didn't even know what was going on because we weren't on the phones much. We were, only time I was on my phone was taking pictures. I really wasn't on my phone the entire time we were there. Right. <laughs> so it's been, it was a really screwed up situation when I got home and see, got back to the hotel and we're seeing everything going on. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then to see the fucking president of this country 
almost pretty much synthesized with fucking Nazis and white supremacists two days later is a fucking disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking disgrace. It's like you can't even, like, make this shit up at this point. No. This is something you see in a comedy show. Like, this can't be real. This is a South Park episode. This is not a real thing, is it? Family guy can't write this shit. <laughs> Come on. It's true. So... I, I just wanted to get our feelings out to open this show up. Um, I'm not gonna do. We're not gonna do nearly as good as like one Jimmy Fallon, who by the way stole the show this week with his um, monologue. He was amazing this week. Yes. And maybe I'll put it here in post so everyone can hear that before we start our show up. But um, yeah, that was. I just want to get our feelings out, and then we'll actually start our show and have a good time. And we're gonna have some fun today, Sal. So let's let's let's, let's yes. go out here. We'll start our show. How's that sound? Okay. Even though The Tonight Show isn't a political show, it's my responsibility to stand up against intolerance and extremism as a human being. What happened over the weekend in Charlottesville, Virginia, was just disgusting. I was watching the news like everyone else, and you're seeing like, Nazi flags and torches and white supremacists, and I was sick to my stomach. My daughters are in the next room playing, and I'm thinking, how can I explain to them that there's so much hatred? in this world. They're two years old and four years old. They don't know what hate is. They go to the playground and they have friends of all races and backgrounds. They just play and they laugh and they have fun. But as kids grow up, they need people to look up to, to show them what's right and good. They need parents and teachers and they need leaders who appeal to the best in us. The fact that it took the president two days to come out and clearly denounce racist and white supremacists is shameful. And I think he finally spoke out because people everywhere stood up and said something. It's important for everyone, especially white people in this country, to speak out against this. Ignoring it is just as bad as supporting it. And remember, there are people who have given their lives to make sure this kind of hate doesn't spread. They fought and died on the right side of history. One brave woman in Charlottesville, Heather Heyer, died standing up for what's right at the age of 32. I can't look at my beautiful, growing, curious daughters and say nothing when this kind of thing is happening. We all need to stand against what is wrong, acknowledge that racism exists, and stand up for what is right and civil and kind. And to show the next generation that we haven't forgotten how hard people have fought for human rights. We cannot do this. We can't go backward. We can't go backward. Thank you all for watching and listening. This is The Tonight Show, and we'll be right back.
Captain Fatbelly is done being oppressed being from Staten Island. Attention everyone not from Staten Island! Y'all can suck it! <laughs> Brooklyn, suck it! Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Queens! Queens, suck it! <laughs> hey, 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 the Bronx! Bronx, suck it! <laughs> ah, yo, Manhattan! Suck it! New Jersey, suck it! New Jersey! Suck it! Rest of the world, that's not Staten Island! All you not Staten Islanders! Suck it! <laughs> Canada, suck it! Bermuda Triangle, suck it! Mount Kilimanjaro, suck it! <laughs> Joe, that other tram is not from Staten Island. Uh, other tram! Suck it, 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 suck This is Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy. And awesome Paul here with the Blake and South Show. Stay tuned. This is Tad Stones. Hello, this is Jim Cummings. I'm calling to say hello to my close personal friends, Blake and South. This is Eva Lee, a.k.a. the baddest bitch in the building. Hi, this is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, of course we are. It's the Blake and South Show. And don't forget to remember to tune in and watch it with your ears. Pretty cool. Stay tuned or you might get DQ'd. And you are listening to the Blake and Sal Show, the most dangerous podcast on the internet. Far out! And I'm not even supposed to be here today. And you are listening to the Blake and Sal Show, of course. Unfortunately, Sal wasn't here when I recorded this. So, Blake, you're the best. Gorge! Blake! Without sound is like the turkey without the stuffing and you can't break tradition. Episode 178 of the number one most downloaded show on Filling the Void Podcast Network, The Blake and Sal Show. I'm Blake. Let me bring on my co-host, the man who would probably cash in the money to bank a lot better than Baron Corbin. Sal, how you doing? 
Oh, that's hilarious. I am doing great. How are you? <laughs> I am doing great. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been doing this. <laughs> it has. It has. It's, it's funny. We, yeah. we get a couple of weeks off, yet I put like four shows up while we were gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. Yeah, you, but... <laughs> uh, you, you keep busy. Yeah, I know. I put shows up while I'm on vacation. Go figure out how that works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what song are we listening to? Because this is definitely something people probably recognize but don't know what it is. Yes, um, <sighs> this is the the original demo to Thriller before it was Thriller. And it's called? It's called Starlight. Uh, and basically the short form of the story behind it is, is they wrote the song, he recorded the demo, they liked the song... But the writer had went to Michael Jackson and said, you know what, I really don't like the name Starlight. Can you just listen to it a couple of times when you get home and, and see if maybe you could find something else in the song that we can call it something different? And he wound up going home and rewriting the whole thing, and we got the iconic Thriller song. Yeah, the, the beat's there. It, it's, it's kind of weird that I was doing the dance while we were <laughs> in the song. <laughs> but no, it's... um. It's definitely interesting. By the way, during the song, CJ came up to grab something and he waved to Sal. And <laughs> it's been interactive back here while Sal, well, Mandy, and CJ have been coming back behind me during the of the show. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. So that's that. What are we talking about today? If everyone doesn't know by now. <laughs> um, you know, there's some sort of an event. You know. What was that? Sal? You there? Did you hear me? He said some sort of event and it cut out. There you are, by the way. You're back. He said some sort of event and then it cut off. So we're back now, though. Oh, did it? Oh, some sort of event in Brooklyn. Um, Something about NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 and something about um, SummerSlam. It's some busy <laughs> wrestling weekend that happens every summer. Uh, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I've never week. heard of these events before. It's like it's only like eight and a half hours of wrestling in two days. That's all. <laughs> Nothing major. Yeah, I'm <laughs> watching eight and a half hours and I'm going to a show on Friday night. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to all that, though. We'll get to everything. There's a lot going on. And it's just you and me. This is weird. We're doing a big Warhammer pay-per-view and it's just you and me. It's funny uh, how really? schedules work. It's funny how schedules work. You know? Yes, because uh, Mark's not here. Oh, yeah, everyone's not here. To answer, to answer your question, um, because I can't type for some reason. Uh, every time I click over to look at the um, the run sheet, it's going to turn off my camera for some reason. Oh, that's fine. At least I know what's going on. So, why don't you have your? Why don't you put your um, run sheet on your phone? Um, because it's all the way over there, and I don't want to get up. I snapped you. You're, you're gonna break our snap. You're gonna break our snap streak, by the way. Oh my god, I have to snap you. Okay, fine, I'm getting up. Yeah. So okay. Well, while Sal does that, I'll, I'll do our plugs. While Sal gets his phone. You can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more at our T Public store. Click on the T Public link on our website, and or go to tpublic.com. Search for the Blake and Sal Show. Also, today. For today and this weekend, for SummerSlam weekend only, <laughs> you can win one of two Blake and Sal Show shirts from T Public for free. We have a contest Ooh. going starting right when this show goes live, Friday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. Eastern, all the way until Monday morning. So SummerSlam weekend, you can get 
a one of two shirts, one of two shirts for free. But in order to get that information, you have to be following us on Twitter or on Facebook, because that's where all the information will be. So, yeah. So you have to be following me on social media to get the information. By the way, I don't have my Blake and Sal show shirt. I'm getting it tomorrow. But I do have the Clerk's Minute shirt. And I'm showing it to Sal. Ah, nice. It looks really nice. The shirts look really, really nice. Nice. So, um, anyway, let's go back over to the normal order we do things. And Amazon. Help support the show by shopping through Amazon on the BlakeAndSalShow.com. Sal! What are today's featured items? Uh, we have Playing Her, My Journey uh, from Despair at To Hope uh, by John Saunders. And uh, ooh, and WWE SummerSlam 2002. My personal hero SummerSlam of all time, by the way. <laughs> That's why I put that there. By the way, you know who John Saunders is, right? Um, the name is familiar. He passed away last year, ESPN. Yes, okay. He had yep. a book come out this week. His memoir came out this week, and I saw it this morning. I'm like, hey, we talked about him last year, so let's do that. Let's make that our featured item. You know, they're really cool. There's also an audiobook version off through Amazon as well, so you can pick nice. that up. Because okay. Audible goes through Amazon, so if you're going to Audible, go through us, and you can get a book and help us too. There you go. Hey. So, before we get to plugging, we had a lot of stuff to plug. I do want to play this. everyone, it's Mandy, and when I'm not playing Mrs. Blake, or Dean Ambrose's biggest fan, or, spoiler alert, Olga, I can be found on mkemomsblog.com. There are 30 amazing women in the Milwaukee area who make up the MKE Moms Blog team, and we're all passionate about giving back to the community, about life, and loving our families. You can find us over on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, or at mkemomsblog.com. Please check it out and support us. Thanks. And for those who missed it, by the way, there was a brand new blog from Mandy this past week. I'll be the first person on our blog and our plugs. Last week, Mandy had a new blog up in Milwaukee on Milwaukee Moms Blog. It's a very cool blog. And she recorded her latest blogcast, which went up on Saturday morning. If you missed that, go over to A Messy Magical Motherhood and listen to that. It's her fourth broadcast of the new series, so you can go listen to that. Also, August 5th, it happened last Saturday on Kevin Smith Day in Midbank, New Jersey. We, me and Kyle launched our brand new podcast, yes. Clerks Minute, which is us breaking down clerks one minute at a time. Yes, yeah. that is a thing. For those who are not initiated, that is a thing <laughs> that goes on. And we're just, we're like the 40th movie out there. This, this is a thing. This is a massive thing. So I'm actually listening to like five or six of them myself on my phone. So I listen so to how a long, bunch. So how long is, it, is the discussion on a one minute You can go, uh, you know what's funny? I listen, to, I listen to the Godfather minute and the first minute is like an hour episode. I'm not joking. Oh it happens all the time. You can range from 20 minutes to like 45 minutes. I'm not joking. The first okay. like five minutes of Spider-Man Minute are like 45 minute episodes. It's absolutely ridiculous. We're going about 20, 25 minutes per episode. But like me and <laughs> me and Kyle already recorded the first week. And we're actually having a lot of fun because I'm, I'm one of those minutiae kind of guys. I like to see the background stuff. And the fun part about right. having a movie based in a convenience store. 
There's a lot of uh, background stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, we spent 10 <laughs> minutes literally trying to figure out where this newspaper headline, what year this newspaper headline was based in. Like, we literally spent 10 minutes doing this. It was absolutely hysterical, show. No. Okay. So, that's the fun part. So, Sal, though, Sal cheated on me last week. And he I did, was I'm over, sorry. He was over on the Full Circle podcast, also part of our family and network phones here on the Filling the Void podcast network. So, I can't really say it's a bad thing. It's part of the family. <laughs> but Sal, what you don't know, what I didn't write in the script. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid. Is I have a little bit of audio for the Full Circle Podcast. <laughs> oh dear God. From your appearance. And I openly laughed at this, so I have to share it. Because <laughs> near the end of the show, you guys were making fun of Rob. <laughs> and his glorious email system that he has. Yes, he does. And I don't care who doesn't get this joke, but I'm playing the thing that made me laugh. So here we go. I, you know, I, I CC'd you and Sal in it. We're doing this. We're doing that. It's a great time. Whatever like that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. I go read the email. It's like, dear Blake and Sal, concordantly, I request to meet with you so we may vis-a-vis. day under the brightest star that is called... Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. <laughs> in the southern hemisphere, in the fourth quadrant yes. of the Colloquial. third planet. On the third planet, uh, precisely when the temperature is at peak range during the... I can't even make up work anymore. <laughs> God damn it, Rob. <laughs> I wasn't even like, I cracked up. I'm like, that was <laughs> What can I say? I bring the comedy. So what's how are the guys over at Full Circle? It's been a while since I've actually been over there. So how are the guys over there? Um, they're doing good. You know, they they have a new they have a new fern in the corner of their uh, their uh, room over there, and uh, um, I, I believe there's new shag carpeting because uh, my feet were felt very plush, and um, <laughs> uh, they're doing all right. You know, uh, Rob's got doing his own thing in his personal life right now so he really hasn't been able to do the uh the podcast but uh you know james and uh, special jeff have been able to really uh pick up the ball and uh, and 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 run with it and and really uh do a great job in his absence yeah it was a fun show this week if you i know it's one of the least downloaded shows on the network go over there and listen to their show it's a fun show it's a very fun hour i don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about most of the time uh, right, it's a fun hour. You guys spent way we, too much we, time we, talking about the, sharks. The, the name of the episode um, is very telling to what we did talk about towards the end. Yes. And, and that would be uh, the, the glorious life of tentacle porn. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, familiar with it. So um, if, you, weird. if you're curious to know what tentacle porn is, go right ahead and take a listen. Yeah, it's a weird show, but it was a fun hour. I really enjoyed it. I haven't really had to listen to this show much, but that was a really fun hour. So I will give credit. It was very good. Finally, <laughs> if you missed it, because I was on vacation, and if the website decided not to update while I was on vacation, I didn't notice this until before I went on the air. I'll be fixing that when I'm done with this. Last Friday, I had Tad Stones on the show for the second time. Yes. And it was a nice about 45-minute chat about the new DuckTales series that debuted over the weekend. And before yes. you ask... No, I haven't seen it yet. It's on the DVR. I'm planning on watching it tomorrow or Tuesday. So, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. <laughs> well, 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 the problem was the, the one fucking station. We can watch um, American Practical Jokers for 27 hours, but if I want to watch Disney XD, it's not on the channel guide. <laughs> of course. So, by the way, I just got a text message from Mandy that CJ said you look like my brother. 
Okay. <laughs> I'd like to note that. That just popped up on my phone. So, okay. anyway, like I said, I was on vacation. And by the way, I do want to play something here. You're looking at this and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was looking for something on here for something else, and I found this. Zach Brown Band did a cover of Holiday Road. <laughs> I had no idea at all. I, I was actually looking for the original one from National Lampoon, and I'm like, Zach Brown Band did a cover of this song? That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Where, where was it from? It the say? Vacation Original Motion Picture Soundtrack. <laughs> it, must right. be the, it must have been the um, National that, that redo they did last year that nobody yeah. saw. I think that's yeah. what this is from. So. Okay. But anyway, awesome remix. I didn't know it existed. So there you that go. was fun. So anyway, um, I was on vacation this past week, and I went to Mall of America. And um, I was actually yep. told to talk about it here because a lot of people I've talked to here never went. So I will talk about it here. Number one, it was fun. I have to admit, it was a fun couple of days that I was at the mall. We went on um, Saturday. It was on um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We went out. It's a five-hour drive from here to Minnesota, which really isn't that bad, except when you're driving when, when you're the main driver and. After about two and a half hours, your feet start hurting. But it was a fun five hours. I had CJ and Mandy. CJ was in his own little world, and me and Mandy chit chatted a lot. And it was a fun five hour drives. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the highlights I will give you first of all, the Creole experience is amazing. I uh-huh. went in not expecting it much out of it, and we, ha- we spent like two hours in there. Wow. All we right. made our own crayons, so we have more personalized crayons. Which is I really, really cool. We have like we actually have um and I put this up on Instagram. I didn't put it on Facebook. I can't find them here now. But we actually have like you were able to take a picture, like you know how you can take a picture and make choreography and stuff like that at like state fairs? You can yes. take a picture and make your own coloring pages. Oh cool. So we have like a whole bunch of those. I made made a whole bunch of those. We were making drawings and they were popping up on the screens, which was really, really cool. They animate your photos that you're drawing and it was awesome. Like it was stuff like that that they did. It was like a lot of little things and all of it was almost all paid for. Like we had to pay right. after we made more crayons, but most of it was all with your ticket, which was really, really cool. You know? Okay. So that was that. And um that was fun. We did a um a mini golf thing in like a it was almost like a black light mini golf. Okay, okay. And it was all decked out and, like, music-themed. So, like, nice. you were shooting into, like, a jukebox and things like that. It was, it was nice. really freaking cool. Like, they did a whole thing for, like, John Lennon. One room, one hole was just, like, John Lennon-themed. It was, it was nice. stuff like that was really, really cool. I took some pictures of it. It was really... Like, they did one whole thing dedicated to the Muppets. Like, it was things <laughs> like that. It was, like, cool stuff like that. And then the next to last hole was that actually an iPod. <laughs> so that was a nice surprise. It was cool stuff like that that they did. Um, That's really cool. We did a uh, mirror maze, which I did a Facebook live in, which was confusing as fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was two Facebook live videos I was walking through a mirror maze, which is absolutely hysterical. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, there's two Facebook. Not on my Facebook still. There's two full live videos of us walking through a mirror maze. <laughs> absolutely amazing. It was funny because you, because you, you watch the video from my perspective, you can see CJ. But he's like somewhere other than where I'm looking, because he's like I'm looking at a mirror, <laughs> yeah. and there's a mirror 
out of air, out of air, and he's somewhere behind us, somewhere else, but he's right in front of me in the video. It's absolutely hysterical. It's such a funny video. So that was that. We also did the Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon theme park. Yes, I saw that. Which is a lot of fun. You can tell me and Manny are getting older, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe he's going to kill him for telling us during the year, but I really don't care. <laughs> Um, I get pride. I get. I get. A, I get. A, I get a buzz every time I mention her on the show. So there you go. She's getting a lot of mentions today. Uh, <laughs> so we get there, and CJ wanted to do the turtles rides first. Uh-huh. The two turtles rides, and one of them was called Shredder's Shredder's thing. And you get on it, and it's like it's Shredder's Mutagen something. I forgot the whole title. I don't have the. I have the guy, but it's not in front of me. And um, right. you get on it, and you, you're swinging in the air, and you're going upside down, and CJ really wanted to do this, so the three of us got in line, and we got on really quick, because it was really early in the day. We pretty much opened the mall that day. We opened the mall on Sundays. We got there really early. So we got uh-huh. in quick. We did, we did it on purpose, because we knew if we got there early enough, there wouldn't be as many lines. It worked out really nicely. Right. So we get in there early. We get in this thing right away. Well, I get in next to CJ, and Manny's on the other side. You know how I'm a big fat. I'm a big. Some people don't know. I'm 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 six four, three fifty nine. I'm losing weight. Sometime I'm in Pacific with my weight. So <laughs> now normally, normally Sal, a big guy like me, if you're gonna get bumped off a ride, what is the reason you get bumped off a ride? You're too big. Now big as in height or big as in width? Uh, width. Not with me this time. <laughs> I got bumped off of this ride because it would the harness would not go over my shoulder. <laughs> I was too tall for this ride. <laughs> well, you do have some broad ass shoulders. But like I'm too tall for the ride, so I left CJ and Mandy to go, and I left the ride and grabbed my phone. <laughs> and in yes, the video of Mandy and CJ on the ride, and they're and CJ, CJ laughing and Mandy screaming her head off. <laughs> <laughs> so then the ride stops and I, I took a picture and I didn't even look at the picture I took a picture I put it up and I went to check on them and Mandy's like almost like about the puke <laughs> well I get back home and I look at the picture and I zoomed in on the picture I zoomed in on the picture and the picture is Mandy with her hair in shambles <laughs> and see the doctor is smiling it's a hysterical photo so after that Mandy's in bad shape and we go over she's like yeah I was I was hurting after this well, then we went on the Fairly Odd Parents Odd Coaster. How was that? That broke her. <laughs> her words, not mine. <laughs> we get on this, and we get on, and we start. It goes up and down and around and around and up and down and around. Me and Sandra have a good And Mandy wants to kill us. <laughs> kill us. So then we did that. We calmed down. We ended up doing the lo- the um a good old-fashioned log flume. Good old fashioned yeah. lock flume. Which, by the way, I give them credit because the line was fucking long, but they ended up doing a double, double like flume, which was awesome. Okay. Uh-huh. We did it twice. There were two drops, which was really, really fucking fun. So that was cool. We did that, and then me and CJ jumped on the Jimmy Neutron ride. Nice. Which I wanted, which I got into an argument with the lady that was putting us in the thing. Because, again, it was height issues. So I put uh-huh. my legs on both sides of the seat and CJ's sitting next to me. He's a lot smaller, so it's not that big of a deal to him. He buckles in. I can't buckle the seatbelt, but she didn't care about that. She didn't want my legs on both sides of the cart. Okay. I'm like, how do you want me to sit in this seat? She's like, well, I want you, can you sit in Indian style? I'm like, no, I can't. 
Look. <laughs> so she let me sit there. I literally wanted to hit her. And it's just, I'm not a violent person. And I was getting really mad. So she's throwing in my face. She's like, fine, 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 fine. As long as it closes, you're fine. We did that. Me and him had a blast on that. That was fun. Mandy and we didn't end up doing, we ended up cooling down on like the Dora, the Explorer, um, 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 car, um carousel. Because Mandy just wanted to get okay. on and cool off. We did that. And then we finally ended our time on the um, Pepsi Plunge roller coaster. Which sounds a lot less, a lot more thrilling than it actually is. Well, it's cool about it, though. It was a, a big orange roller coaster. It was two or one to a seat. So the two of them sat in front of me, and I sat in the behind them. And the fun part about this, it was one of the longest roller coasters I've ever been on in my life. Uh-huh. It was so long. It took us on a tour of the entire park. Oh, really? It was such a cool thing. We started at one end, we were on the one end, and we literally got a tour of the entire park on a roller coaster, even went inside a inside a tunnel, went around, we went over rides. Like it was uh, such a cool. cool roller coaster. So yeah, I had a fun time. It was a really fun couple of days. I do tell people go. It, it's definitely worth it. Definitely nice. a lot of fun. I did come home with some cool oh I met, and TJ went to the Lego store. Mm-hmm. A massive, massive Lego store. And he was in <laughs> heaven the minute he walked in. And we told him, spend a hundred you have a hundred dollars to spend. <laughs> of his own money because he's been saving money all year so he spent a hundred bucks in the Lego store he did get me and Mandy um, we did get Beauty and the Beast Lego guys yes I saw that that's Which, cute he built for us and gave it to us to have next to our beds at night Aww. and they're currently on the desk and Mandy actually bought me a um, a Beast Funko Pop Yeah. to go with the Bell Funko Pop me and CJ bought her for her birthday so nice. that I have so overall a lot of fun we had an absolute blast. So that's, that's that. Let's get into things. We have a fun show to do here. Like I said, no guests today. We couldn't get anybody. By the way, for those wondering who I... Who, Mark's working, so he's not here. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to get Katie Leopold, who a lot of people were wondering who's Katie Leopold. She's been on Sam Roberts' show and on the Taz show a lot. She was busy mm-hmm. tonight. She double-booked herself tonight, so she couldn't be here. But she's planning on coming mm-hmm. on the Survivor Series. So we'll okay. have her in November. So that's pretty cool. An mm-hmm. actual female guest on this show that's not one of our regulars, so that's nice. So, <laughs> so anyway, let's hit the wrestling intro and we'll get into things. How's that sound? Okay. It's so way closer than Easter Boy Ric Flair to come on here and say a thing or two. You all deserve this. Under the sea. Under the sea. Oh, 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 and that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. I could have What a wonderful phrase. That's so ratchet. <laughs> I'm the only one who blows my girl. My bad. Holla, holla, holla. I'll fade away and classify myself in some sunday. Stop. Listen. Because. 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 I am Lance Catamaran. Alright! <laughs> I didn't bring it all. Oh, by the way, I heard South Park, South Park coming back soon. 
I yes. heard that today. I heard that on Wayne Keller's show today that the South Paw's coming back soon. And they're filming more episodes. I'm so excited. I'm so yes. excited for that. So, <laughs> and I, listened to the news. I literally found that out that I was at lunch today. I listened to the show. I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool news. <laughs> so, I'm excited. All right, there we go. We have a lot of news and not a lot of good news. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, um, if, if you were living under a rock, then this is news to you, but... Ric Flair was hospitalized with an undisclosed health issue um, and had a successful surgery after being met, after being put into a medically induced coma. Okay. Well, since we got on the air during my, like, half-hour monologue, I felt like we just went through, um, we got an update on this story. Okay. Uh, ESPN is reporting, according to um, his fiance, Ric Flair's fiance, he is in critical condition with multiple organ problems. Oh, fun. Yeah, so that's the update as of, um, it's, it is 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. So that is the update on Ric Flair. So, this is sad. This is sad. Uh, I, just, I, I don't know. know what to say. Is the wrestling, I, I said this to Mandy over the weekend, like, is the wrestling world ready for a world without Ric Flair? No. No, I, I, I so. can't say it. I, I just don't know what to say. It's just, you don't know what to say in a situation like this. Like, Wow. Um, let's move on, because there's lots of new news. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, WWE announced that SummerSlam Weekend 2018 will be taking place in bum, ba, da, ba, Brooklyn. Brooklyn! Brooklyn! So four years in a row they'll be in Brooklyn. I like the Brooklyn setup. I'm not going to lie. It's good for the media, because mm-hmm. the media has a lot. They have yeah. a whole media row. They, they've really made this their home, and it, all four shows this year are going to be in Brooklyn. All four shows next year are going to be in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. And Takeover Brooklyn has become a thing. It's become a massive thing. Right. And we'll talk about that later. It, there's a lot going on. I really like the Brooklyn weekend. How about you? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely fun. Um, it's definitely a different atmosphere this time of year. Um, you know, we actually got some exclusive merchandise that uh, no other FYE oh, cool. sells because cool. we're close to Brooklyn. So, yeah, What'd you fun. get? Uh, we got those New Day... Um, uh, uh, um, frozen pop makers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we got a couple of t-shirts. Um, that's cool, though. Yeah, that's really, really awesome. Fun. That's really awesome. So, okay, let's bring this up. Go for it. Yeah, um, uh, Bailey had to be pulled uh, from the WWE Raw Women's Championship match uh, at SummerSlam after suffering a separated shoulder. Yeah, and I've seen pictures. She is working out, by the way. She is back in the gym already. But she's in a sling. She just did a um. She just did an appearance in a sling. So this is definitely a real injury. And there was a lot of joking so, around. So, so was that DX picture taken before old, injury? Old, old picture. They were joking around. I, I found out that total she took up like two weeks ago. I thought she was like two weeks ago. <laughs> but like I can understand why people were joking. If we could see jump on that, by the way. <laughs> and much, by the way, the DX photo shoot for everybody was amazing. That 20th anniversary photo shoot for DX at everybody's level was fantastic. Yeah. All the honey pictures he saw besides the girls. There's a picture of Nakamura posing along Shawn Michaels. Yep, I saw which that. Which might be amazing. One of my favorite pictures of the entire thing besides Sasha and Bailey. There's other Sasha and Bailey pictures. So, speaking of injuries, though. Uh, Scott Dawson suffered a ruptured bicep tendon. Ouch. It sounds like he's going to be out for a few months. Yeah. The revival. What is up with the revival? They get a momentum, they, they get momentum, and all of a sudden... They need to be revived. Oh! Oh! 
But I love the fact that the Hardys took the um took the took the um blame for the injury. <laughs> that was hysterical. That was funny. That one was good. I give credit was due to that. That was well played. At least you have a built-in rivalry whenever the revival come back. You know? <laughs> yeah. Who wins both that revival and Hardys at SummerSlam? That was supposed to be the match, and obviously we're not getting it now. That sucks. Yeah, I know. But, but oh, I've heard the revival on Andrew Christian's show, and they really, really want to face the Hardys. So hopefully down the where we get this match. So, hopefully. Speaking of injuries, another injury. <laughs> uh, Pete Dunne was injured before the progress shows in Queens, New York, and Somerville, Massachusetts. So apparently he took a he took a belt shot to the face at a house show in Brooklyn. A house show at a live event in Brooklyn, and uh, he ended up with eleven stitches. <laughs> oh shit! Really? And he wasn't medically cleared to wrestle, and he was pulled to face Jack Gallagher for the UAK right. title in Queens. Because Jack Gallagher was given permission with WWE to do two shows with Progress over the weekend to help um to help the ticket sales. Right. So that happened. Now network awesome. note, network note, and this is something that was not planned. This was not planned, but it worked out great for our network. Um, Darius Carter, the man who injured Pete Dunne, just so happened to be booked. On the <laughs> independent power rankings on Tuesday night was David <laughs> with the boss. So they did it at one hour interview on, on Tuesday night show. I had to listen to it. Apparently it's really good. So nice. that's over on the <laughs> quick plug for them. They got one of the best stories. That was one of the best turn of event stories I've ever heard. When Dave texted me that, I was like, what? How did you pull that off? <laughs> that's awesome. That was, a good, that was a good one. Nice, nice pull on that one. That was nice. Oh, by the way, this reminded me, and I told Dave this, it reminds me of when we had um, um what was it, John Fisher from a Louis Trust on our show, and we had booked him, and then like an hour before he came on the show, the Devils were sold, so we broke the news of the Devils sale on our show. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the best coups I've ever had in our entire five-year run. It was one of the best coups. All right, let's jump over to some fucked up, some fucked up GFW news. Go for it. Um, so... I'm excited because this means that um, Vacant is currently <laughs> the GFW point. World Champion because they because <laughs> they stripped Alberto El Patron of the title. That's amazing. They didn't even click. That's a new title. That's a new one for him. That's a new one for Vacant. There you go. We were joking about that like two anniversary shows ago about that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still suspended. He's been cleared by the police and he's still suspended. <laughs> How is that possible? Like, I don't understand this company at all. Hashtag TNA problems. No, no, no. Hashtag GFW problems. Oh, right, right. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Speaking of GFW problems, nice segue. Uh, Angelina Love that announced that she left. Okay. Well, um, Davey Richards retired, apparently. <laughs> Davey Richards retired. All right, bye, Felicia. Okay. And Angelina Love is his, is his wife. So, that she left the company okay. as well. Yeah, well, so whatever. So, why not? No, why not? So, bye, Felicia. Meanwhile... <laughs> big news. This is big. This is actually really big news out of Netflix. World. Um, yeah, big news. Netflix announced Glow has been renewed for season two. I'm excited. That's really exciting. I'm really looking forward to season two. Of Glow. I love season uh, one. So I'm looking forward. Did you get to watch season one? Not yet. Okay, you have to watch season one. So it's really, really a lot of fun. It's easy to get through. It's only half hour episodes. So it's easy to get through. Right. So, 
we get to our independent wrestling section of our show, and I'm gonna. This is this is the part of the show where I tell people that starting in September, I'd like to go back to something we used to do back in the day of getting reports in from our from our crew. Yes. Of wrestling shows, of sporting events, and things like that. Scotty, I'm talking to you, and. <laughs> Yes, to, back in the day, for those who don't know or just new to join the network, back in the day, I realized this that I was going back through our archive, through the archive show. We used to do this all the time. We'd go to an Admirals game or a Wave game or you have some stuff from Devil's games and we'd send in reports and we'd call in reports and we'd do all this stuff and we'd be really, really cool. We haven't done this in a while. Uh-huh. So I want to start this up again after we hit our season premiere in, in September. So, to start this... um. Kim, who came back on the show a couple of weeks ago with her interview, decided she had a, she's at a show and she's like, "Do you want me to do a report?" I'm like, "Sure, why not? I'll give you a segment. I don't care. I'll give you a segment. I really don't give a shit. Sure, do it. You're on our crew. Let's do it." So for the first time, we're doing we're throwing it over to Kim's corner from Regional Championship Wrestling and Reading, Pennsylvania. Yay! Thank you for being a friend. Travel. Regional Championship Wrestling Summer Clash 5. Originally, it was supposed to be a steel cage for the main event, but that didn't go quite as planned, so they had to rework the show, and they reworked it very well with a lot of great matches. Um, Disco Vinny, who I had interviewed on a previous show, if Blake posts this, I don't know if he will. Sorry for the noise in the back. There's like a birthday party going on. Anyway... When Blake had me interview one of the wrestlers who happens to be my friend, Disco Vinny, um, at that point I believe it was still the steel cage match, but at this point there is no steel cage. So the main event may be a Royal Rumble, not quite sure yet, but there is a Royal Rumble that will be a part of the show. And I'm thinking it will be the main event. It, it includes basically all the RCW stars. Uh, doubt anyone out there follows RCW. I didn't really until I met my friend, but it's a great indie show. And there's a lot of great, it, it, it's always a great show and it's a lot of fun. So tonight there's, the title is on the line at the Royal Rumble match. Whoever wins, the Royal Rumble match will be the new RCW champion. That also includes Disco Vinny, who I had interviewed. And he also has a match with Garrett, who is this Texas cowboy character, and he carries it very, very well. So that's his match for the night. There's a bunch of great matches. There's good tag team matches, um, Tropical Mayhem will be in a match against, I'm not quite sure, because like I said, they they completely reworked this card, but when they did, they made this really, really 
a good show considering what they had planned kind of fell through. And even even with that said, they made it a great, I'm sure it's gonna be great. But as Blake knows, I'm like, I'm alone at this show. And um, yeah, I'm alone. And I'm dressed as Bailey, Blake saw, the, Blake saw it. So, and anyone who does follow me from previous shows, you, you probably see my crap being posted online. I'm alone, wow, woe is me. So right now waiting to get inside and I'm sure it's gonna be a great show and I will probably do an update on how the show went. And if Disco Vinny becomes the new RCW champion, I asked him already for an interview. So we can look forward to that. He said he'd do an interview even if not, but We'll see. So, if Disco Vinny becomes RCW champion, I will definitely do an interview. If not, well, maybe just interview him about how the show went. His match is, from what I know, the opening match. And he's also in the Rumble. So, we'll see what happens. This has been Kim. And it's great to... The Ooh, the doors are opening. <laughs> So this has been Kim for the Blake and South Show. Bye. Okay, so I am now inside the building at Summer Clash 5. Ring is set up, it all looks great. And already talked to Disco Vinny. I think he's pretty confident. He's actually gonna be coming out to a new theme song. So shh, don't kill anybody. It's actually a theme song that me, myself, I actually, made up a whole dance routine for but we are here at summer clash five for rcw wrestling and mr Ulala, one of the most popular rcw and one of the most hated rcw wrestlers just walked in the door so he's already in character form telling everyone to shut their mouths being a good heel so i am well, when Blake posts this, I will not be live, but right now I am live at RCW Championship. Yeah, I got the championship on my brain. RCW Wrestling in Temple, Pennsylvania. So, the stuff you see at indie shows before I sign off until after the show, the stuff you see at indie shows, there was kids playing tag around the ring. So... I just want to go in the ring myself, and I'm dressed as Billy and just like belly to belly. So, this is Kim with the Blake and Sal show, and I will update you, especially on Disco Vinny, who was a special guest of mine for my first ever interview. I will update you all when the show is over. This is Kim with the Blake and Sal show signing off now. See ya. I'm 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 kind of speechless. Okay, I just did previously an interview on one of the last podcasts with um, Disco Vinny. Okay, RCW superstar, and I said how tonight he was going to wrestle and be in the the Royal Rumble match and contend for the RCW championship. Well, 
just an update on Disco Vinny, who I will be having him for an interview very soon, but it won't be Disco Vinny. So, okay, I'm kind of speechless. I'm a little bit intoxicated, but I'm going to go on with this anyway. Tonight, he had his match, and it was against... Um, see how blank my mind is? It was against... Oh, I said the, the cowboy guy. I previously said um, Garrett. And his match wasn't that long. He ultimately ended up losing the match. It's what happened after the match. He lost the, lost the match and Garrett celebrated his victory. Whatever. Okay. Try to paint this picture if I will. Garrett left and Disco Vinny had stayed in the ring. Now, Disco Vinny stayed in the ring and, you know, like, just taking his time holding on to the ropes, all of a sudden music hits. Don't know who the music is. Never heard it. Whatever. So I'm thinking, wrestler's probably going to come out and either kick his butt or... What the hell? I can say ass. Kick his ass or whatever. So I'm thinking, wonder who's going to come out. All of a sudden, this freaking woman comes out okay and rcw let me say has no female wrestlers which is one of one of my i'm gonna say it pet peeves about rcw is it does not have female wrestlers but this woman comes out she goes to the ring she gets in the ring she grabs the mic turns it on starts talking about how Disco Vinny is pathetic. Tells everybody to shut up. Perfect heel status here. So, she's going on and on about you're pathetic. You, you lose all the time. I would just like to say he did win his match at the last show. It was a tag team match. The show I actually reported on. The free show. So, he did previously win. But how he loses all the time and how pathetic he is. And this disco thing is just ugh. So she talks him into going back to his old character. Now this character is like a 20-year-old character here. 20, 20 years in the business and this was his character. Playboy Vince Bono. So, he joins with her later on in the night, Pretty Fly, who is one of the other RCW superstars, also joins with her. A tag team is now created. I don't know what the name's going to be. It's too soon to tell. But his name now, Pretty Fly, will be Louis Love from what I heard. And it'll be Playboy Vince Bono, also known to anyone who's been listening to me banter on Disco Mini. And then Pretty Fly will now be Louis Love. Now, and they'll have that woman who her name is Alicia Starr 
as their manager. So that's the scoop. I will try to get Playboy Vince Bono on for an interview about his character transition, about what transpired, about why the switch was made, and maybe a little bit of a history on Playboy Vince Bono since it was his character for many, many, many years. So he's going back to his old character. No more Disco Vinny. So the 70s disco died again. The day Disco died, well, Disco officially died on August 5th, 2017. So once I have that interview, I will send it to Blake. Thank you all for listening. This has been Kim again for the Blake and Sal Show. Talk to you soon. All right, so opening of the show, I was joking around that we're doing six and a half, we're doing eight and a half hours of wrestling this weekend, yet I'm still going to a show. <laughs> I'm going to a show. Well, me yes. and Dad, me and Mark, are going to Bruce City Wrestling Summer Center on Friday night at the Knights of Columbus, at the Knights of Columbus in West Dallas, Wisconsin. Front row seats. Ooh. Yes, we got front row seats. We're going to be going to this. Nice. Um, Mac oh, Holiday. I hope we get clotheslined. Well, I remember the last time I was at a front row seat, we watched a bull roof match, and I got, like, amazing video of a bull roof match right in front of me of, <laughs> of Serena and um, Stacey Shadows. It was, it was absolutely incredible. <laughs> so, so this one with Max Holiday, the um, BCW champion, and Russ Jones facing off against Ring of Honor's Brewer City Bruiser and Japan's own Kazaris. Evil Diz, Dysfunction, who, by the way, He's from Milwaukee, and he found a way to get booed at State Fair. <laughs> Just by being an asshole. It was absolutely amazing to watch the heel work of dysfunction in BCW. <laughs> He's such a prick that he made it. The, 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 the people that go to like one show a year at State Fair hate him. It was amazing. <laughs> it was some of the best nice. to watch. So it was evil dysfunction taking on Sierra in their third match of their series. But this time... Somebody knows shenanigans. Because Frankie DeFalco, friend of the show and special guest referee. Yeah. So that's fun. And Stacey Shadows will be facing off Anthony Dario. So there you go. Oh. That's the <laughs> Summer Sizzler, Brew City, Friday night, tonight, as you're hearing this, at the Knights of Columbus. Yes. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, front row seats. I'll be there. All yeah. right. Hey. Let's go to Brooklyn, shall we? Okay. I'll get my car. I love the difference between NXT music and WWE music, by the way. WWE will later when we have Machine Code Kelly. We have Code Orange, breeding in the bleeding in the blur. At the same time, okay. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. <laughs> this sounds like this could be Vacant's uh, entrance theme. <laughs> Coming to the ring, the GFW World Heavyweight Champion, Vacant! <laughs> there you go. You're welcome, Bacon. We should tag him on Twitter when we post this on Friday. That was great. That was really good. I like you for that. So, we have five matches announced. Also, it's homecoming for the NXT TakeOver crew. I don't know what that means. 
And, and yeah, Jeff I was going to say, are they like, are, is everyone going to be like sitting front row? Well, I, I well, well, apparently, I listened to the Triple H um, conference call before we did this. I listened to that while I was getting set up. He did the um, conference call for the media, and then Pro Wrestling Night put it up so I can hear it. And <laughs> listening to that, and then someone asked him, what does the homecoming theme mean? Apparently, what happened was, because we're in Brooklyn, and everyone's in Brooklyn this weekend, everybody's there, uh-huh. a bunch of wrestlers from the past, like Bailey and Shitsuke and Charlotte and Sasha and Sammy, are like, can we be there? Can we show up? It doesn't matter what we're doing, can we just show up for the show? So Chip's okay. with the Vince, and apparently they're like, well, can they just show up? They're like, let them all come! So they decided yeah. to do a homecoming theme. I don't know what it means, but let's do it. Why not? Who cares? Okay. Let's have fun with it. So that's going on. I'm looking forward to that. So here we go. Here are the matches. We have, um, first of all, from the bottom to the top, we have Johnny Gargano making his first appearance back in the ring since his attack on Tommaso Ciampa, which is really exciting. And he'll be facing off against the newly reformed Andre Amis. Who now okay. has a manager, slash valet, who's keeping him more serious. Okay. Which is really cool. I like this idea. So, how do you think this is going to roll? Um, I think, I think, uh, Gargano needs some, uh, some momentum. Especially after what happened, uh, last time. And, you know, yeah. with the injury and everything like that. So, um... Uh, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to say Gargano. Yeah, I, I have a feeling this might be the opener. I have a feeling this might yeah. be the opener. And yeah, get the crowd going, Get the crowd going, have a good time, and have Gargano win this thing. So, follow the next match. It's a day with Tommy, who's officially now a heel. Oh, okay. He turned heel, officially. Okay. And he's facing off against Aleister Black, who is okay. still undefeated. But nobody oh. seems to care. Nobody seems to care. Undefeated. <laughs> they just love his entrance. I love it. I love his entrance. I love Alistair Black's entrance. Yeah. Because apparently he, he does his, his matches have turned into like Goldberg-like, where he does his entrance, gets in the ring, he sits in the ring, he gets in the ring like CM Punk, cross-legged, the bell rings, he uh-huh. gets up, hits the finisher, pins him, bell rings, he sits back in the ring. Look <laughs> at matches. I swear that's going on. So he's facing off the day with Tommy. I guess Alistair Black's got to win this match. It better be a longer match than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It better be longer than that. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, my God. So, here's something interesting. Authors of Pain are defending the NFC Tag Team Championships. Uh-huh. And they're facing up against Sanity. Huh. Um, they're good, it, um, uh, um, Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane, Eric Young, and my girl Nikki Cross are going to be on the outside. I don't know why I love Nikki Cross so much, but I do. Do you think Sanity will be the team to be the author of the pain? Yes. You think so? I, I think so. Yeah? Especially with all that... Um, Outside help? Yeah, influence, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I, I, I can see a title I change. I think it's going to be a good match. I think it's going to be a good match. I don't know about a title change. I think it depends on what the referee decides to call here. Because <laughs> Paul Othering <laughs> will also be out there for the pain, out of the pain. Well, I just announced that Sanity is going to be included in uh, WWE 2K18, so that could mean something, too. Really? I did not hear about that. That's an interesting yeah. little thing. Yeah, they just, um, IGN just posted a screenshot of, uh, actually, I think of these two, actually, um, oh, in the um, game. So they pretty much confirmed that uh, Sanity is going to be in the game. 
That's pretty cool, actually. Well, I'm going to... Which gonna, would make sense, because if they win the championship, then they could be the champions when the game comes out. That's a good point. I, I don't know what they're going to do here. I can see Sanity winning, depending on what they want to do in Brooklyn. Also, Japan are not as over as I think they want them to be. Right. If I'm being honest, I don't think the Austin Pena nearly is over as they want them to be. I can see Sanity winning here. It wouldn't shock me either way. But... I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It really wouldn't be. But... We have something bigger going on in the Women's Championship match. Yes. <laughs> ESPN, to their credit, put up this amazing article last week. Because when Asuka hit the 500th day marker for title reign, with all these amazing stats about her reign, and all this stuff that's gone on, and how many title changes there have been in like the NXT Championship along her reign, and all this kind of stuff. And then the last sentence of this paragraph was, and ESPN had not even started covering WWE yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, to put it that way, that's a long reign. Yeah. The longest reigning women's champion in WWE history. Next to Fallon Mula. Next to Fallon Mula. Asuka, the women's champion of NXT, is facing off against Ember Moon. Is this the night Asuka loses? Ugh. I'm torn because I want Ember Moon to win. I, I think she's definitely grown um, as as a performer, as a wrestler, as a as a person. Um, she's definitely proven her worth in the ring, in my opinion. Um, you know, Asuka's been dominating since literally since day one. She hasn't lost. So, as much as I would love to see Ember Moon win the title and give Asuka her first loss, and then have Asuka join the main roster it's almost like when cm punk was champion it's like you know i really don't want him to lose i'm so used to seeing him as champion. same thing with the new day i was so used to seeing them as champion and i didn't mind that they were champion for so long that i didn't want them to lose but it had to happen eventually yeah it's a weird situation we're in right now because you're right oscar hasn't lost she's got to be the most dominant champion i can remember in our in history this is ridiculous for us modern history I agree. I have never seen anything like this run before. I've never seen and her matches are incredible. She had a last man. She had a last woman standing match on NXT television with Nikki Cross, and it was fantastic. Uh-huh. Like you never know what one. kind of match she's gonna have, and it's different. And she's not even a heel or a face at this point. She's just Oscar. Right. She's literally just Oscar at this point. But here's how I think it's going to happen, because they seem to do this kind of stuff in Brooklyn. They like doing this in Brooklyn. Let's, the last year at Brooklyn was Bailey Swansong. That was last year. You right. for that? They did the horsewomen moment where Bailey right. won the title and Sasha and Charlotte and and um, Becky all got in the ring with Bailey. That was that was a takeover one in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So takeover three, I think this is gonna be Oscar Swansong. This okay. is where Swansong. She'll lose the belt. We'll have about a 25-minute match. It'll be amazing. It'll be a phenomenal match. Amber Moon will win the title. Oscar will lose. And then she'll get her time in the ring. The crowd will go, thank you, Oscar. They'll give her a big standing ovation. And then she'll leave. And then she'll up on SmackDown on Tuesday. <laughs> SmackDown? That's no. what I'm going with that. There's too many damn women on Raw. They don't even be on television most of the time. They should be vitalized. They suck. I think she'll revitalize the SmackDown Women's Division and put her there. No. That's my opinion. But anyway, I see no, Ember Moon no, the title. No, she's going to be a Paul Heyman guy. <laughs> Paul Heyman girl, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, I have a question. I have a question. Asuka, if she does lose, 
Do you mention this on WWE TV when she debuts? Or do you just ignore that she lost? Um, I don't think there's a need to mention that she lost. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm like, do you even bring it up? Like, do you even bother to make it? Or you just say, this is the most dominant woman in NXT history. Right yeah, here. I mean, at that <laughs> point, she, uh, I mean, to hold the title for that long. Over 500 you know, days. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think there's a need to, to rub it in that, uh, that, she, that she lost the title. So I would say just at that point when she debuts, just... Start over. Like it never happens. Yeah, start over pretty much, and have a good yep. time, and with dominate things. And I, I want, I, I want to see Asuka like Asuka versus Naomi or Asuka versus Becky, or even if you put her on Raw, Oscar versus Alexa Bliss. You'll kill her. She'll actually kill her. Like it's going <laughs> <laughs> like, to be crazy to watch this shit go down. Like I want her. I don't, she, okay, we'll talk about this later. But if like Carmella wins the title, I want Asuka to debut and win the title on her first night. Like, I want, oh I want yes. something like that happen. Like, that would be crazy yes. shit. Yes, cash it in, win it, and then have to defend it the next night. On Tuesday or Monday, whatever. You know what I mean? It'd be phenomenal that like, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> but anyway, moving on to the main event of this show. Glorious. Ah, there it is. NXT Championship on the line. Bobby Roode, still undefeated, by the way, against Drew McIntyre. A name I never thought I'd say in the main event of a takeover, but I'm very proud to say. I'm very happy to say it. Uh-huh. He is um playing the role of I want to bring NXT back to its glory before Bobby Roode um, captured the title and took the company hostage kind of a thing. <laughs> Not that he was that he's doing. We're in Brooklyn. Do you see Drew McIntyre winning the title in Brooklyn? Um, no. No? Okay. That's, no. that's a fair question. I'm, I'm, it's fair I'm, answer. I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. I don't know. That's my problem with this. I don't know what they're doing. Because I don't know if Bob, they're going to pull Bobby Roode up to the main roster. And that's my problem. Like, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so confused by this whole situation. Like, I think Drew McIntyre is a better champion. I think he'd make a better champion. I think he'd put on better matches. I think he'd make a better show. But, is Bobby Roode coming up to the main roster? <laughs> that's the question. Right. Like, I don't know. I think he's the perfect guy that Vince would love. I mean, I think right. he'd be a perfect guy for Vince to do something with on the main roster. But do you do it? That's the weird question I have at this point. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre winning the title, but I wouldn't be shocked if you're right and he doesn't win the title. It all depends on what they do here yeah. in Brooklyn. I think you would send the home crowd, crowd home happy. By the way, I expect elaborate entrances for this show. I of expect Oscar to have some over-the-top entrance. I expect, yep. like, a choir for Bobby Roode again. <laughs> I expect yes. this stuff. I expect Brooklyn to treat them right. I think they deserve it, and I think this is going to be a great night for this stuff. I agree. Let's go to the next night. Okay. You could get high, or you could get low. You could stay young, or you could grow old. Let it go. Because I'm, I'm a good for broke. You, could go high, you know what's funny? But remember a few years ago? When Machine Code Kelly introduced, uh, did a song a thing for John Cena and he got booed out of the building. Yes. <laughs> this song kind of makes up for that. I don't mind this song. I don't mind this song at all. <laughs> this kind of makes up for that. Did Machine Gun Kelly get like power bombed off the stage once? I think so. By, did that really like, I forgot who it was. I remember that happened. It was pretty funny. Oh, Kevin Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens threw him to a table if I remember right. I think it was Kevin Owens. That's what it was. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty funny. Oh, so that's boy. the same song as Machine Gun Kelly with James Arthur, Go For Broke. We have a lot of matches to talk about. Now I have a question. 
Why the fuck is this match on the pre-show? <laughs> so you texted me this, but I had already known, but I didn't have a chance to text you back that I knew this already because I was going through my Snapchat and when I was at work. And, um, That's the one I saw, yeah. Kathy Kelly was going through stuff, and she said, this is going to be on the pre-show. I'm like, why? This is one of the most well-built-up matches on the show when it's on the pre-show. I don't understand. I know. Like, why couldn't it be, you know... We'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get to the match I wanted to be on the pre-show, and hopefully they move it there, because <laughs> it's already a fucking ridiculously long show. But, WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships, The New Day, taking on... Down since day one-ish. I don't even know what that means. The Usos. <laughs> By the way, that is not, that's actually what they're saying in their theme song now. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, 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 it's on Spotify, and it's actually what they're saying in the theme song now. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> they updated the theme song on Spotify to say that. I'm like, really? Are you joking? <laughs> um, and I know you're waiting for this, so there you go. I don't even know what it means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so anyway, okay, it's okay. Now that it's on the maybe, maybe because I'm just I'm just I'm getting old. I don't have a clue what this means. But I love this feud. I'm I'm pissed it's on the pre-show. <laughs> this has been a fantastic feud. Uh huh. You day are retaining, right? Like they're <laughs> retaining, aren't they? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think so. As much as I love to see the Usos win the belts back, I I just. I knew they have to retain, especially since this is on the pre-show. <laughs> I would, I would be perfectly okay if they kept this feud going at least till Survivor Series. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting. And by the way, we are. It's going to be uh, Xavier and Big E in this match, apparently. Okay. Not Kofi. Kofi will not be in this match, apparently. So that was announced on SmackDown. So, all right, moving on to the shit match that should be on the pre-show, and they should move it there. Yes. I'm sorry, they should move this damn match to the pre-show. Because it doesn't, I don't know why we're even having this match at this point. But. You're damn right, I did it! Big Cass is taking on the big show. Really, And Hazel Amore is locked in a shark cage, and I don't know why. I don't have a clue why. Crikey, bad storyline. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Mandy, exactly. I did back into the archive of bird for this one. I do um, I, I agree with Mandy. Bad storyline. Uh, did it matter who wins this damn match? Like, does it matter? Um, I predict that the the chain holding the cage is gonna snap and fall on somebody, and someone's gonna get hurt. <laughs> So, what is Enzo going to drop from there and just throw into the ring? Like, by the way, so this has made a point to me. This is the third match we've had in a short cage this year. And apparently, the reason we're having this is because apparently they placed that with the shark cage. And Wait, what? what, what? There's that? a place set out there with a shark cage, and that's why we're having three of these in a year. The Stella place set. I'm not joking. Really? I'm not joking. Really? I heard this a little. Oh I forgot God. about that. That's a thing. So there you go. God damn it, Mattel. This show, this match is happening. I'm going to go Big Cass winning, by the way, because, well, why not? The battle of the big. That's happening. <laughs> big Cass is going to happen. Hal is going to win, and he's going to have the assistance from Gallows and Anderson, apparently. Apparently, they're lying with him now. I don't know why, but that's happening. Yep. So... Now the match, uh, I don't even know why it's happening, except for Wait, the fact... Wait, when was this announced? <laughs> what? 
This, this match you're talking about. Last week on SmackDown. Last week right. on SmackDown. Oh, no. Oh, two weeks ago on SmackDown. Two weeks ago. Because okay. Rusev beat Chad Gable in a match. And he gets on the okay. microphone and says, this is after, um, this is the day, this is the SmackDown after Bajani Prison. And he goes on a microphone and he goes and says, I don't have an opponent at SummerSlam. I want to buy one competition at SummerSlam and Randy Orton came out and RKO to pass out. We had this match happen. Okay. I mean, <laughs> that, that makes sense. And then Shane made the match later on in the show. That's how this match okay. is happening. So Randy Orton and Rusev is happening for no reason whatsoever, except the fact that both men need matches at SummerSlam and Randy Orton did look foreigners. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> And refrigerators. <laughs> refrigerators and, and cabins in the woods. Yes. <laughs> and, and dead people, apparently. Too. And dead sisters. What a weird year it's been for Randy Orton's career. <laughs> and all this shit's happened since like a month before Mania. And all this shit's happened. Yes. <laughs> anyway. This, who is this match? Orton uh, or Rusev? <laughs> sure. Orton. Orton, sure. Why not? Orton should win the match. I don't know why this match is happening. But, in one of the weirdest moments I've seen on Raw in a long, long time. I, I, okay. For WWE, when you say SummerSlam early, that means you do the math and you don't do a rematch on SummerSlam. You don't do the Uh rematch right away. Correct. Because, unless you have reasons, storyline reasons, which we have later. That's different. We'll get to that later. But, Akira Tozawa beat Neville. First time Neville's lost a title match in January, <laughs> and he loses uh-huh. it on Raw. So now Akira Tozawa and the Titus Worldwide brand, apparently, is defending the Cruiserweight yes. Championship against Neville <laughs> here. It, does it make any sense for Neville to win his belt back? So they bumped the match because of um, long entrances that are happening later on. And, and then put it back it on back? the show again. Put it back on the pre-show. <laughs> put it on the pre-show at this point. Does it matter? Does, does um, Neville going to win this title back or not? <laughs> uh, no. Fuck him. No. Keep it on Tozawa. Yeah, keep it on Tozawa. Well, why not? It seems to be Jap- it seems to be Japanese time this year with all the other stuff going on this weekend. Uh, anyway. Jeez, Blake. Well, that's a good thing. I'll talk about the main event later. I'll talk about the main event later. Anyway, I mean, it wasn't an insult for Japanese. Like I said, a negative term. <laughs> like I said, a negative term. I, I like the fact that we have two Japanese stars in the, main, in the big matches. They're pretty cool. Okay. Um. Anyway, Naomi is defending the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship against Natalya for some reason. <laughs> Yay. I don't know why this match is happening. Carmella's on the outside with money in the bank. So who leaves with the title? Um, well, every time I say Natalia needs one more run, she loses, so fuck it. Naomi's going to retain. Does Carmella cash in? Mm. Sure, why not? Okay. Does she win? <laughs> Unlike Mara Corbin. <laughs> does she win? <laughs> I'll get to Mara Corbin later, but does she win? <laughs> um... No, because James Ellsworth is going to make a mistake. Make her lose the match. Make a mistake? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go Naomi retains. I don't see Carmella Cashian. Unless they're going to have Oscar come back and come on the main roster and beat her for the title. That's the only way I see Carmella winning the belt here. That's the only time I, way I see this happening. But Naomi will retain no matter what. Moving on. To, I hope there's some cool entrances for this match. The WWE Raw Women's Championship. Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. But by the way, Mandy 
pointed out a picture to me that I did not expect, and Mandy pointed it out to me, where Alexa's sitting on her throne, lawn, beach chair, whatever that was. Right. Mm-hmm. And life card chair. And life card chair. And, and Sasha is on the top rope looking at her, and the WWE logo was above her. It looked like she was wearing a crown. Oh. And it fit perfectly because Angle later on in the show oh. called this the goddess versus the queen. So that worked out nicely for them without even trying. Oh, nice. <laughs> that worked out nicely, you know? It, it wasn't even well, a, photo, well, it wasn't even a well, Photoshop well, trick. That? It just happened to be where <laughs> Sasha was. It was really well done. <laughs> so, Very nice. Yeah, good photo Good photo there. I like that one. So, we're in Brooklyn. Do you see Sasha winning the title in Brooklyn? Um, no, because I'm mad at her now. You're mad at her now? Why are you <laughs> mad at her? Because you beat Naya? Yes. It's <laughs> just an opportunity away from my, from my queen and my goddess. The very sexy Nia Jax. I love Nia, don't get me wrong, but I just don't see her win a title match at SummerSlam. I just don't see it happening. Why, and why not, Mr. I, Blake? I, I, see, I love Nia. I do love her, and I can't wait to see her in Total Divas. Her and Lux are going to be in Total Divas. I'm looking forward to that. I just don't think she's that good of a wrestler. <laughs> I just don't think she's that good. Excuse me? She's not as bad as Lana. Excuse me? She's not as bad as Lana, but she's not as good as most of the other men on the women's roster on Raw. Excuse me. I, I think Dana Brooks should be higher than her than right now. Are you kidding me? I do. You're just I, saying that because no, I like her. No, you like Dana Brooke too. You like Dana. You too. know what? You know what? I'm mad at you for the rest of the show now. Okay, <laughs> move on. Oh, you'll you, you, you'll like me again in a minute, but I'm gonna say Sasha wins the title. But anyway, I'm gonna go Sasha wins. But you'll like me in a second. The WWE Raw Tag Team Championship, one of the best storylines I've seen in a very, very long time. Is, is apparently, Sal's camera just went off. He really is mad at me. This is our Sheamus defending against Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Ah, damn it, soundboard. <laughs> you, here's the problem. You went off, you, you clipped off your camera and it lowered my soundboard for some reason. Let me do that again. Dean Ambrose oh, okay. and Seth Rollins. <laughs> That's so awkward. <laughs> I don't get it. Why? Why was that necessary to put there? I love the fact that somebody had a clean copy on YouTube, by the way. Somebody had a clean copy of that. That was really cool. But anyway, I, I will say it. I'll say this officially now on the air. The Ambrose Rollins storyline has been my favorite storyline in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I have never been that pumped up for a fist pump in my entire life. <laughs> I've never been that pumped up for that in my life. That was amazing. That's what, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad you got that down. You. you asked for it. I found it. <laughs> so anyway. Um, honestly, I can see Ambrose and Rollins winning these belts. Like, they, the storyline says they win these belts today. What do you say? Um, sure. Why not? Uh, it just, it just works. I'm over, it makes I'm the over most Cesaro sense. and Sheamus anyway. I'm over them. I, I love them. I like, I think they're really good, but I think the Ambrose Rollins storyline fits it. I really do think it fits better. They, mm-hmm. they finally overcome their problems and then they win the titles. I, I think that's going to be a great decision, in my personal opinion. Yep. So we move on. <laughs> so the, what the, okay, Sal, I have a question. Yes. What do, what do Baron Corbin... And have in common. <laughs> Wait, what was that? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what did they have in common? Besides the fact they have this match going on at SummerSlam. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, they 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 both had an unsuccessful cash in. Yes. Them and Damian Sandow. <laughs> Damian Sandow are the only three men that have never have cashed in the title, cashed in the Money in the Bank, and not cashed actually won the belt. John Cena lost his by disqualification because that was during CM Punk's reign. And Big Show, for some reason, decided to interfere and cost John Cena the title. I still don't understand that. I never understood that <laughs> in my life. But that happened. Um, apparently, that was important. That was at Raw 1000. That's how long ago that was. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. That was at Raw 1000. And that was the night they set up CM Punk versus The Rock because they had the CM Punk um, hit a DTS on The Rock at the end of the show. <laughs> that was that <laughs> night. And then the second time was Damian Sandow, who actually lost to John Cena clean. So he's the only person that ever loses his Money in the Bank case clean. He's <laughs> the only one. And then we have Baron Corbin, who for some reason... <laughs> <laughs> Some reason, okay, I understood because Mandy even said cash in this damn thing already. Because John Cena hit the super, okay, to set up for either who didn't see SmackDown this week, you jumped in late. John Cena and Jinder Mahal for some reason had another title match on SmackDown. I don't know why. I have a feeling John Cena is not gonna be around much after this show. I have a weird feeling. Otherwise, why would they do all these matches they've been doing for the last four weeks? <laughs> but anyway, John Cena and Jinder Mahal having a match, and Jinder Mahal. Got hit with a super, a, a, the super AA from the top rope. The, 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 that move that nobody's ever kicked out of in the history of John Cena's career. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I mean, I, actually, I asked somebody on Twitter, and seriously, no one's ever kicked out of this move. So he goes to cover him. One, two, and then Baron Corbin interferes. Match ends in a DQ. That's fine. I expected that. You don't want Mahal to lose two weeks in a row. I get it. So, Corbin beats up Cena. And then Mandy is sitting here like, you're hitting the wrong guy! You're hitting the wrong guy! Because he's holding the money in the bank case in his hand. And he looks at Mahal, and then he goes up the ramp, and the crowd starts booing. Well, then he realizes Mahal's laying in the ring after a super AA. And he goes back to the ring. Look at the clock, there's five minutes left in the show. And he goes back to the ring, and he cashes <laughs> in money in the bank. I'm like, oh shit, he's going to cash and he's actually going to win the title here. And I'm like, okay, the, the Singh brothers got sent back earlier. We're going to have this, and Gordon Corbin's going to win the title, and we're going to have Corbin versus Nakamura for some reason at SummerSlam. <laughs> or make a fatal four-way, or whatever they're going to do. And they're going to chop a match off SummerSlam, make it do a fatal four-way, whatever. And we have to figure right, out. Because they already had a match with Cena, right? Yeah, right. So I'm like, we'll make it a fatal four-way, and then we'll do that, and whatever. But no. No. John Cena comes up on the ring. Bear, uh, the bell rings. He cashed in. Corbin did not even get a move in. And by the way, why was the referee stopping him from hitting Mahal? Why was that happening? You know, I was asking the same question. <laughs> that has never that happened should... in the history of Money in the Bank. Yeah, that, that shouldn't have before. happened. I agree. That was number one. Number two, John Cena pops up. And Baron Corbin goes after him for some reason. <laughs> and this causes, uh, this causes Mahal to roll him up. For a one, two, and his shoulder goes up. The referee missed it. Three, and that's it. <laughs> the money in the bank case is out of play. A hall retains the title, and he scurries up the ramp. And John Cena's on the outside laughing. And he gives him the finger. Pretty much. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what a weird night it was. So that leads us to Barry Corbin versus John Cena at SummerSlam. Does Corbin win here? 
Um, I, I don't know. Tough one, right? It's one of the tougher ones on the show. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would normally would have said yes. But reading all the things that have been going on. and I'm here with uh, too today. I'm here with yeah, too today. The, the potential reason why they made him drop his uh, briefcase. I'm probably going to say no. I don't think he's going to win. I, I'm torn here. I, I, I honestly don't know what's going on because I've also heard that um, Cena's going to be jumping over to Raw when football season starts. Well, he is a free, free agent. agent. So we're jumping over to Raw at the football season starts to start something over there. Which is why I have a feeling they're going to be doing some big stuff with the NXT call-ups after this show. But I'm going to say Cena wins. But it's, and hopefully it makes Corbin look good. Hopefully it makes Corbin look good. And doesn't completely destroy uh-huh. him. Because I know you don't like his stomach, but I'm actually getting used to Corbin. <laughs> I don't like his new scene music. I don't like his new scene music at all. Which, by the way, is a trend lately that I don't like new theme music at all lately. Except for, yeah, the, Uso- except for the Usos. I don't like new theme music lately. I really don't. But Corbin's music is terrible. <laughs> but I, I, I guess he will win this title. This was match, I mean, and move on to Raw, apparently. So. Okay. We move on to a match again that happened on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Bray Wyatt against Finn Balor, and Bray won clean, and then decided to gangrel him and pour a bucket of blood on him. We don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know why that happened. <laughs> by the way, there was a point made. I was listening to Wait, Wait Keller show. It's a great show, but if you aren't listening to it, it's a great show. And they're talking about this. And a point was made. They should have really done a moment where instead of the light coming back up and Bray holding the bucket, they should have had him pour the bucket on Balor already, and then the lights come up. It would have been for a more weirder effect. Oh, yeah, you're like, right. Where did that come from? Yep. Except you have your brain is holding a bucket in the ring for no reason. It made no sense. I actually agree with that. That would have been awesome. That would have been a really cool moment. But anyway, Bray poured the bucket on a bucket of blood on Balor, or acidic whatever, as Cole put it, which I thought was weird. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. His skin would have been melting off. Come on. It is something. I don't know what he's talking about. God damn it. <laughs> they want to see blood, apparently. You can't see bloodbath anymore in 2017 at a family show, but you can pour it on his head. I don't understand. <laughs> but apparently this, this, this guy's been pissed off enough to go back to Kurt and say, I want a rematch on Sunday, and I'm bringing my own demons. So Demon Bauer oh, will be facing yeah, off against he... Bray Wyatt, and the demon better fucking win this match. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> the demon better win this damn match. <laughs> Well, I'm predicting that the entrances are going to be longer than the match. <laughs> it's going to be a long entrance. Um, <laughs> and, um, I, I, I think it's a given that Demon Balor is going to win because you can't have Demon Balor debut on the main roster and have him lose. This is only his second match as Demon Balor on the main roster. It's only his second one. He's got to win. <laughs> He only lost one. I think he wanted to only lose one match at NXT as Demon Balor, and that was when he defend. He had a match against Joe. I think that's the only person that ever beat him with Demon Balor was Joe. He's the only one. So, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. And that was like, still, it was like the goodbye match for Balor too. That's a goodbye match. So, right. all right, and now to a match that's actually really interesting. And by the way, how much of SmackDown did you see this week? You tuned in for Breeze Dango? That was Literally, right, when, it, right okay. when I texted you. That's when I tuned in. Okay. Well, you missed the Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, AJ Shane segment then, right? Um, I actually watched it on YouTube. Okay. I mean, uh, Facebook. Well, well Facebook. Kevin Owens came out, and his Face for America entrance was not there. I know. I was weird. I thought that was kind of strange. And it was distracting because I'm used to that entrance. And I'm not looking at the screen because I was looking at something on my phone. I'm like, well, Kevin Owens is coming out. 
And it was, and TJ's like, why is everything red and black again? <laughs> like, why did they change it? Even TJ noticed they changed it. Like, why are they changing this? <laughs> so, but anyway, AJ Styles is defending the United States Championship against Kevin Owens with special guest referee Shane McMahon. I guess this is better than having Shane versus Kevin Owens, which is the original plan. So, yes. I'll take this better than that. Does AJ retain the title? Um, I see Shane McMahon turning heel and helping Kevin to win. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't see that happening. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate, I hate heel GMs. I, so, I know. <laughs> I hate heel GMs, and Dana Bryant is apparently wanting to wrap with the Usos, which I didn't quite understand. On t- oh, you missed out on Tuesday! You missed out on Tuesday! I forgot to mention that! The Usos are in the back, and they go to Dana Bryant, and they literally wanted to know who the, which New Day members they were facing on Sunday. That's all they wanted uh-huh. to know. That's all they really wanted to know. And then they asked, can we face the other two tonight? So they said, okay, fine. You're facing Xavier and Big E, so they asked to face Xavier and Kofi tonight. That ship is simple enough, correct? <laughs> Except Dan O'Brien goes and says, oh, are you here to ask me to be a part of your rap group? I've been working on my bars. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, was that was it was it Ratchet? I that was terrible. I don't know what the fuck that was about. It was weird. It was a weird moment. It was such a like a dad joke. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> so I see AJ retaining, and I have a weird feeling we're gonna end up with Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon down the road. I don't know why, but it'll happen. Okay. So WWE Championship match. I swear. A year ago, when we were in Brooklyn, if you had told me that this is going to be the WWE title match, I would have thought you were insane and checked you into a medical facility. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is the WWE title match. But here we go. It is Jinder Mahal defending the WWE. The champion. The champion. WWE champion. Jinder Mahal representing the country of India, even though he's from Canada. <laughs> on Japan's own Shinsuke Nakamura. WWE, please hear me. Give us elaborate entrances. I don't care if Jinder has 50 dancers like he did on my on Tuesday. Oh, you missed this. Okay, thank you. Just remember this. So Tuesday, the show opens with the Sig Brothers dressed in garb. Dressed in some Indian garb. And they come out to the, come out to the entrance. They're like, okay, and Mahal's going to come out and cut a promo about Sunday. Makes sense? Mahal comes out, he does his whole spiel, but he comes out to the ring, and he says, this happened, on, this is live on TV, keep in mind, this is three hours, three hours after a press conference that happened, and I'm not going to get into it right here, we did it at the beginning of the show, this is three hours after this happened, okay? <laughs> Mahal gets in the ring and says, today is, Indi- is the Independence Day of my country, Indi- um, it's the Independence Day of my country, in- in- um, in- yeah, Indian Independence Day. I'm like, oh no, what are we doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna celebrate our Independence Day. <laughs> he brings out a, a he brings out a thing of a, a, a array of dancers, which was entertaining as hell. I'm not gonna lie, it was really hitting. <laughs> but the crowd started booing the shit out of the dancers. <laughs> really? They started booing the shit out of the dancers. And all of a sudden, he's like, and now I'm going to bring this random lady into the ring. I don't know who this lady was. It looked like his mom, but it wasn't. 
because it was his mom or his grandma. And he gets up my microphone, and she sings the Indian National Anthem to a raging booze from the crowd. Oh, my God. <laughs> the crowd is booing this. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and this is right after Mahal says that you guys are going to treat me like trash, and they're booing the Indian National Anthem on SmackDown. That's awful. <laughs> oh, my God. God. And then Shitsuke came out and interrupted this. He comes out, does his entrance, gets in the ring, grabs the microphone and says, Congratulations on your Independence Day. But in my country, on this day, we celebrate those of a past in our lives. But on Sunday, it'll be the end of your title. I'm like, where did we get here? How did we get to the title match out of that? Like, it was such a weird jump. And, and imagine Shinsuke saying it in his broken English. Which made it even yes. crazier. Which made it even crazier that we got here. And he cut this really good promo for Shinsuke. He doesn't do good promos. This is a very good promo by Shinsuke saying, I'm going to beat you and the Shinsuke Dyn- and the Nakamura Dynasty is going to start on Sunday. But all this happened after the crowd was booing. The Independence Day. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> so that leads us to Sunday. And we have Junior Mahal. Like I said, WWE, please do elaborate. Do, do a big, I don't care if you do this big elaborate, like, pyro and dancers for Junior Mahal. As long as I can get a fucking violinist for Shinsuke. <laughs> I don't care. He's there. I saw him walking through Times Square the other day. He is in the area. Bring him to fucking Barclay Center and do the entrance right. <laughs> Let's <laughs> do the entrance right for once. <laughs> so anyway, Nakamura versus Mahal. Who's winning? Who's leaving as WWE champion now that Baron Corbin fucked up? <laughs> I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing a clean victory. I'm seeing some sort of a disqualification of some sort. So I want to say Mahal is going to retain by disqualification. <sighs> I'm torn. I'm torn because there's two two ways of looking at this. Does WWE want to keep the belt on Mahal going to India in October? Uh-huh. Or do you want to make this, do you want to have one of the biggest pops of your year in Brooklyn and have Nakamura win the title? Right. <laughs> that's your, that, that's their decision here. Do you want to have a pissed off Brooklyn crowd going into this mega main event that we're going to talk about in a second? Or do you want to have an elaborately awesome crowd going into the main event? <laughs> I hope this game wins the title. I really do. I'm a massive fan. Everyone knows this. But uh-huh. I wouldn't be shocked if they fucked with him and had Mahal win. By the heel, yeah. have the Sting Brothers interfere, blah, 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 blah. But I hope, I hope upon hope, that they realize that Shinsuke should win the title here. Get the damn belt off Mahal. Give it to Shinsuke, and we could be having five-star fucking classic matches for the next, like, six months. Yeah. <laughs> that be going on. And then you could, you can even let Baron Corbin have his rematch for the title and have that headline the next fucking pay-per-view for all I care. <laughs> as much as I don't want to see another Shinsuke and Baron Corbin match, I will take that over Mahal holding this belt at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made my point. <laughs> yes. Let's move on to the WWE Universal Championship match. And I never thought I'd be excited about a four-way. I'm not going to lie, but I'm ecstatically <laughs> excited for a four-way match. It is Brock Lesnar, the champion, defending against Samoa Joe, 
Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman. In a fatal four-way for the Universal Championship, if Brock Lesnar loses, he will be leaving Raw. Um, what happens in this match? <laughs> what the hell happens in this match? Um, well, it's it's pretty obvious that Brock's not going to be a part of the decision. Yes, obviously. I think, that, I, think that, I think that's safe to say. Um, I'm kind of sad you did not have. Uh, I'm not finished with you on your sound. I don't have to do that for September. I I don't know why I don't have that, but I should have. But I don't have that. I'm sorry. And you should have that because. He's going to be our next champion. Ooh. Okay. I like her. You th- I like her. You're thinking. I like how you're thinking. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 Now, I, I'm in a weird spot with this. I'm in a weird spot because I would love, I would love to have Braun win the title. I think he would be great as champion. I have a weird gut feeling that they're setting up Brock versus Braun at Mania. and They're throwing out the Brock Roman idea. It's just a weird thing after what happened on Monday. Mm-hmm. If they weren't saving that match, they would have let the two of them beat the shit out of each other on Monday. <laughs> That's my opinion. I have a weird feeling they're saving this match for some reason. So I'm going to go, and I'm going to go with Samoa Joe winning the Universal Championship. Oh, okay. Beating Roman Reigns, though. Beating Roman Reigns. Because he's pinned Roman okay. Reigns like three times now. So why not? <laughs> Why not? Why the hell not? And then you, and then you, then you have Brock leave and go do whatever he's gonna do as UFC, <laughs> mm-hmm. and do his John Jones match and uh, fight and lose, and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, well, that's what I was saying. There's no fucking way Brock Lesnar is beating John Jones. I'm just gonna say that right now. But anyway, <laughs> um, Brock Lesnar will leave and we'll have Joe versus Braun and Joe versus Roman and you could have like. You can do other things. You can you can have Joe versus picking Demon Balor, and that would be fantastic. You can do stuff like that, yeah. and have a lot of fun with this, and you do that, and that's how I think. But I like both of our picks. They're both the, and they're not Roman Reigns, so that also helps. They're both not Roman Reigns, <laughs> and I'm not even a Roman Reigns hater. I just don't want him to hold the belt again for a while. I just don't want him to hold the belt. I know. I would love to have him reunite with the Shield, but that's just me. Uh, Survivor Series, WWE Survivor Series. Anyway. Anyway, um, two of the notes that I forgot to write here, but I'm going to think about them right now. First of all, are you excited for the Mae Young Classic? Yes. It's starting on the 28th when we're off the air. I'm excited. It's going to be dropping in four-episode chunks. So yes. I'm really excited. I'm going to be on vacation. I get to watch all the episodes in a row. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'll be doing that on my, on my vacation next week. <laughs> <laughs> I know she didn't mind me watching these episodes with him on Tuesday morning when they drop. <laughs> so that that would be fun. I'm looking forward to that. I have found out our girl from our show, um, Deanna Parrazzo, is in the tournament. So that's going to be fun. Oh, yay. I can't wait to see that. So that's number one. And awesome. number two. I'm just gonna say it because everyone's gonna be talking about it, and we're gonna be off. We're gonna be off when, we, when this comes up in conversations. So I'll ask it here: Who wins, Mayweather or McGregor? Uh, gotta go with Mayweather. Mayweather. It's. It, there's, I don't think Mayweather McGregor have a chance. I honestly don't think he has a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that was tough, but yeah. It, it, I don't think you have the chance. As much as I'm enjoying watching the training videos, by the way, the training videos are popping up on Snapchat are fucking hysterical. 
Yep. And the trains are excited too. <laughs> the trains are loving this. But that's that's that I'm looking I will I will not be watching the fight because there's no way I'm fitting two hundred bucks on paper on pay per view to watch this. Or these yes, fifty actually, bucks for a movie funny, ticket. All the local bars around here are actually charging to get in. I know, same here. Night. It's the same thing here. They're that's they're charging insane. here too. They're charging at the bar at the fucking casino. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. Right. For this, I don't understand how they're gonna pull that off, but apparently they're gonna try to pull that off. <laughs> they're, they're charging twenty five bucks to watch that at the movie theaters. What? To Phantom? I'm not joking. They're doing this. <laughs> All right. So that's happening. So this is, I was just watching on Snapchat like everybody else. <laughs> I watched on Snapchat and Twitter like everybody else. Now all this hype, I want to go watch it. Yeah, I watch it on Twitter. Like I watched CM Punk's fight. I watch it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I think that's it for us. I think we're done. Um, I think so. So let's wrap this up. Okay. I asked uh, Mandy for an outro song for this week, and she gave me Pink. What about us? Yeah, brand new. Actually, it's a good choice because I want to pick this next week. So there you next go. Show. Next show, yeah. Well, that's it for this show, Sal. Let's wrap uh, this yeah. bad boy up. Our show is a part of the Filling the Void podcast network, uh, available on iHeartRadio, Spreaker Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM. Tune in the radio and SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> you even my fingers on you. By the way, yep. so I took the break and I was doing the shows, but now she's like, and it's so hard to read that paragraph. <laughs> By the way, it's so difficult to read that paragraph. I gotta give you that. It's really hard you to can't do paragraph. it in one breath. You just can't. <laughs> so difficult. Anyway, for more information, go to theblakersoundshow.com. Our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Leave a comment, rate, and review, and we'll read them here on the air. By the way, so, yes, face- damn it, people. so Facebook yells at me. I put two posts up while we're on vacation. The, the Taz Stone Show and the Archive Show. And then Facebook yells at me for not posting enough on our Facebook. I swear to God, that happened. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> that was pretty funny. So, like, Sal. Your, your, your followers miss you. I'm like, really? Really? I just posted them over the weekend. like, wait a minute. I'm on vacation. What the hell? So, anyway, anything you like to plug, Sal, over whoever we are things up. Yeah, once again, um, you know, we've mentioned it on the past couple of shows, but uh, at all the creative people that like to listen to our show, uh, there is a new group on Facebook, Facebook, excuse me, called the Club Kayfabe Creative Community. And uh, whether hey, you're a wrestler, a writer, an <laughs> artist, a drawer, anyone, yep, absolutely, you can join and uh, share your ideas and share your uh, share your work. It's awesome. Oh, you just reminded me, there's also a community that our boss put up. It's anything and everything podcast group that you can join up and share your podcast there. So that's pretty cool too. So yes. that's also going on. So there you go. All We're right. Expanding. Well, the next two weeks, you and me will be on a summer vacation from the show. Yes. We're taking two weeks off. The Blake and Sal show will not be here for the next two weeks. But, 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 in its place. And I, I, I've been waiting weeks to say this. Pucks and Polishes is returning. Yay. For the next two weeks. And I know Scotty just popped, if he's still listening to this show. I know I'm wrestling <laughs> yeah. heavy just looking to the end <laughs> of the show. But anyway, he's, he's a, still... a little busy being a newlywed, if you know what I mean. Yes, yes. We can't talk about it other than that. But there you go. <laughs> um, but I've been asked to go radio silent after that. So there you go. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's going to be the next two weeks. The first episode's already been recorded. As a matter of fact, the first episode has actually been delayed twice. Because it was supposed to go up the week we had the... Um, 
the week we had the Kevin Eastman interview, and then it was supposed to go up last week. So I kept delaying that episode. So it'll be up next week, finally. Okay. So then also next Saturday, me and Kyle will be in Chicago for the uh, Movies by Minute Chicago podcast convention. So if you're going to be in Chicago, come see us. There's a convention for this? <laughs> yes, there is. And we'll oh, be there. We bought tickets and we'll be there. And I'll be wearing my brand new Blake South shirt, sir. And Kyle will be wearing his brand new Clerks Minute shirt. So come find us at the, oh. at the Who's Been Minute Chicago convention. People are coming in from all over the country for this. This is actually happening next week. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And don't forget, you can win one of our two T-shirts uh, from Public. Look for all the information yeah. on Twitter. And Facebook right now. <laughs> yes, please. Please. So, that being said, till September when we come back. On behalf of Kim, who was nice enough to send in something, I'm Blake. And I'm Sal. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs> um, one minute, see ya. <laughs> What about us? What about us? What about us?